The economies of Namibia, Uganda and Senegal gained steam in quarter one, while Mauritius falters. From over 975 cities and 124 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The Key Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by AM Bank PLC and in Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The unprecedented expansion of the digital economy has opened up the question of how to mobilize tax revenues from both domestic and international transactions. African countries are formulating digital tax policies to levy both direct and indirect taxes on digital transactions. Peter Chambade, partner at KPMG Uganda, joins us for this episode. He speaks to why it's important for governments to first stimulate growth in the digital economy before taxing the sector. The digital space is where the world is going. And globally, one of the key areas of discussion now is how to tax the digital space. Because first and foremost, the way digital transactions are done, they are very difficult to monitor. So globally, that is an area of focus. So even the developed world is how best can authorities try to ensure that there is some level of contribution from a tax perspective in the digital space. That is the reality. And of course, likewise, Africa not being uh, detached from the world and the fact that a number of transactions are shifting from the normal uh, having opening up a shop and sitting there to actually happening in the digital space. Then they have, their, of course, they, are, they would want to see how do we ensure that transactions here, we are putting in place systems or certain laws to see that we can tap into that. Because still, whether we like it or not, for any country to develop, it will require taxation. So I would not say it is wrong for the African countries to try to see how they tax the digital space. Uh, despite the fact that, yes, we have seen some job cuts and so on, uh, but whether we like it or not, it is the, it's the fastest growing area. And it's going to continue growing. So I think our focus and our government should focus more on, one, first of all, do we stimulate more investment in the digital space. Because we have a very young generation, very young population, and this is their area. So, first of all, how do you stimulate it? And then see how to also, as a government, get some tax. But in doing that, first of all, what areas are we focusing? Our taxation, physical regime. What areas? It should be in areas that are not going to uh, curb the growth of the sector. And then second, we need to make sure that the rates that we apply are favorable to stimulate that growth. Because if we let it grow to a level uh, that is desired, then we will be able to get actually the revenues that we are looking for with 
much more bigger base. So uh, what I would say is, yes, I think it's not wrong for the governments to look into the digital space and start try to understand how to tax it, but you should be sensitive in what we are actually taxing, yeah? not to deter actual growth and investment in that sector. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. South Africa recorded a trade surplus of 10.2 billion rand in May of 2023, well above the market estimates of 6 billion rand and an upwardly revised 4 billion rand in the prior month. Export surged by 12.3% over a month earlier to 184.2 billion rand, mainly boosted by shipments of vegetable products, machinery and electronics, vehicle and transport equipment, precious metals and stones and base metals. Meanwhile, imports rose at a slower 8.7% to 174 billion rand, driven by purchases of wood pulp and paper, machinery, electronics and mineral products. And a quick... Chip around Africa, Senegal's economy expanded at a faster 4.7% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2023 compared to 3.3% rise in the previous three-month period. It's the strongest growth rate since the first quarter of 2022, boosted by the industrial sector, agriculture and services. On a seasonally adjusted quarterly basis, GDP decreased by 0.8%. The economy of Mauritius grew by 5.6% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2023, following a downwardly revised 7.6% rise in the previous month. It's the eighth consecutive quarter of economic expansion, but the weakest since the third quarter of 2021, mainly due to slowing growth in the key hospitality sector, agriculture, forestry and fishing, and finance and insurance. Concomitantly, output stalled for manufacturing after a 9% surge in the previous period. Meanwhile, activity picked up for construction, transport and storage, electricity, gas, steam and air conditioning supply and water supply, sewage, waste management and remediation activities. The economy of Uganda advanced by 4.9% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2023 following an upwardly revised 5.1% rise in the previous three-month period. It's the ninth consecutive quarter of expansion at a solid pace, mainly boosted by the agricultural sector amid an increase in cash crop growing activities. Services also recorded robust growth, mainly supported by professional scientific and technical activities, information and communication and accommodation and food and services also contributed greatly. Additionally, the industrial sector rebounded slightly as a solid growth in construction and water supply partly offset the poor performance in mining and querying. The Namibian GDP expanded by 5% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2023, quickening from an upwardly revised 2.1% rise in the prior three-month period. This is the eighth straight quarter of growth and the strongest since quarter two of 2022, chiefly driven by strong performance in mining and querying due to increased investments for mineral exploration and utilities. Furthermore, activity picked up in the sectors of administrative and support services transport and storage while remaining robust in hotels while remaining robust in hotels and restaurants and wholesale and retail trade on the expenditure side net external demand contributed positively to the gdp growth as the rate of increase in exports outpaced that of demand at the same time fixed investments rebounded sharply 
while government spending rose marginally and household consumption shrank. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at with the Dong.